Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan Cast MJC show. Max, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing good, Joey. How are I'm you? Up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. He's up in this bitch, man. Look, we doing Niner talk. We doing the NFC. That's right. The NFC West, the champion, I would say, of being the uh, best division in football for the last. We'll take it. I would, what? Five years at least? I'd say four. Four years, something like that. I think they're, I think they're the second best this year. I think they're the second best. I think so too. But that's besides the point. Uh, We're going to be talking Rams, Niners, Seahawks, and the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to start off with the Rams. But before, subscribe to the channel, bro. If you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And if you guys are already with us, hit that like button, bro. It's an easy way. It's a free way to support us. Um, You don't know how much just hitting that like button helps us out. Comment down below whatever thoughts, opinions you guys have, any recommendations you guys want us to do, all that good stuff. Now let's get into it. L.A. Rams, bringing back Sean McVay, uh, new O.C., Liam Cohen, and bringing back D.C., Raheem Morris. Last year went 12-5 and and, of course, won the Super Bowl. And they own house. Fuck. And they own house, man. Look, they, they got on a hot streak. Cooper Cup, fucking triple crown guy. Trade worked out. Hashtag fucked in picks. It all fucking coincided. Everything fell into place. It did, man. Look, shout out to the Rams. Uh, shout out to Matthew Stafford. I was really happy for him, man. Um, Storylines. Honestly, what's the path to repeat, man? They, they're always losing coaches. You know, they don't have any high end draft picks coming in. How do they duplicate it? Well, they got some key guys, bro. They got Allen Robinson, receiver, who's just been under some of the worst quarterback. <laughs> under <laughs> He's been playing with some of the worst quarterbacks since he entered the league. Blake Bortles to Andy Dalton to Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. And now they got Bobby Wagner. They took him away from the Seattle Seahawks. Arguably the worst position in the group. They got a Hall of Famer, who's still, I think, not at the top of his game, but really freaking good. Path to repeat, simple. Year two of Stafford, McVay, and Cup. It's going to be hopefully even better. And we can, let's get that run game back. Let's not be awful at running the ball this year. <laughs> that was It was crazy, man, because I felt like going into the season, they couldn't run the ball. But during playoff time, they kind of got it going. And like I like to say, you got to be able to run the ball and stop the run in the playoffs, no matter what. Mm-hmm. There's no way of getting around it. What's your thoughts on the Rams, Joey? So I gotta say, man, um, you know, with with this team, it's it's stacked from from top to bottom. Unfortunately, I hate this fucking team, um, but uh, they they've definitely I, I feel like they've gotten better. I hate to say, with Allen Robinson, Bobby Wagner, um, I feel like the the key for them this year is consistency, being able to prove, being able to show that they're the best team or one of the best teams in the league each and every game. They haven't been able to do that. I feel like they didn't really do that consistently last year. Especially the so are you game. saying like more, how are you going to play with the target on your back? No, no. I think what he's trying to say, and I don't, the reason I jump in because I agree with you 100%. Last year, hot start. Exactly. It slowed down. It was that weird loss to the Titans. It was a weird loss to, uh, they almost lost to Baltimore. It was like, this is a, a not be. so weird loss to the Niners. Not so weird loss. I think but- when, when they acquired OBJ. Yeah. I think that kind of started to get them going again because you know last year they didn't have a number two receiver for most of the year when Robert Woods went down. Yeah, it was like oh crap. So I agree with you, Joey. That is part of it. It's like we need some consistency, and hopefully Stafford won't be as banged up. Look, the O line lost their veteran, their everything. Andrew Whitworth, he was the forty year old tackle, just out there doing an amazing job. Now they're replacing him with Joe Noteboom, who's okay. The the offense line screams, it's just mediocre to me. But Sean McVay, I think, will coach him up to the point where they'll keep Stafford a little more clean. I think the position group's better this year than the receivers. And I think OBJ is going to come back. At some point, he'll come back. I know he tore his ACL. You think he'll come back to this team? I think so. I don't think there's a big market for him. But So, I mean, okay. So, like, how much is he actually going to play this season? I think if he comes back, it'd be sometime week 10 on. After after Thanksgiving. Yeah, after Thanksgiving, December. And what kind of role is he going to, like... Third receiver, second receiver, some of the best matchups. OBJ, I don't think he in it for the money, man. He got the money. It's kind of. I over think it. he kind of just wants to. Hey, I want to play football. I want to have a good situation. 
And I think the fact that he was on his way on being the Super Bowl MVP, in my opinion, before he got out with injury. I mean, he's I, hear, I hear what you're saying. He got a taste of it. My bro. my prediction is he goes to the Bucks. Well, okay, even if he goes to the Bucks, that's that just fits into my philosophy of thinking. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm gonna go somewhere. But hey, what about Godwin and him? So he's gonna be the third receiver there, or somewhere in LA that he likes living in. That he likes Sean McVay. They have a relationship. I feel like he has a chance to be an upgrade over Antonio Brown, who was. In some games, they're best receiver. Do you think, some games, they're second best receiver. Some you, games, you don't think OBJ is an upgrade from Van Jefferson? Yeah, of course. So that, why wouldn't the Rams want him back? In because I don't think he'd want to play that third receiver role. Why? I feel like he, I feel like Cooper Cup is going to get the lion's share of targets. I feel like Allen Robinson is going to be a great number two option. I feel like I feel like in today's NFL, you can a number two, a really good number three is basically there's two number twos out there nowadays. That's just how I feel. Running three wide receiver sets most of the I time. Mean, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I feel like Allen Robinson is going to demand half of. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think Allen Robinson has any choice. I don't think he has any problem getting some lack of targets just to get quality looks. He just wants to win, bro. He been you think? he wants a quarterback that can throw him the ball when he's open. He ain't had that. Since that one decent year of Blake Bortles, that's my prediction. So, yeah, I think this te- that the priority should get that running game back on track. They added Kyron Williams from Notre Dame, who Juan hates, who I think solid. <laughs> Daryl Henderson, if he's healthy, he's solid. Cam Akers, other than that one game where he couldn't hold on to the ball, solid player. And this mm-hmm. defense, we got to talk about. It. They lost Vaughn, Darius, <laughs> Darius Williams, Sebastian Joseph. Three Day. big losses. One, I, I'd say, very good player for them. And um, well, who's that very two. good player, Vaughn? Yeah, I think Vaughn said. I would say good. Sebastian Joseph Day really had a role for this team, carved out really nice niche. But in role. the playoffs, he, he was out anyway. So yeah, I mean, in the playoffs, I think Vaughn really made that impact. I, I and, agree. And the, he, if he's not there, maybe they don't win the Super Bowl. Maybe they don't win the NFC Championship game. He did bring that certain type of juice and. I said this once already. I think it's not the fact that he brought sacks. I just think he brought that certain type of leadership that I agree. brought out the most of guys like Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd. Like yeah. He got the absolute most out of those guys. It's like he talked to him and he was like, bro, there's a different level to this shit. What? All pros are cool. Pro Bowls are cool. You want to experience fucking winning. I think what he did bring, though, on X's and O's side is he just made it a little bit easier. Yeah. When he's when you have a guy like Von Miller, it makes it a little easier on the field too. Where it's like, okay, the running back has to chip him this time. Leonard Floyd's fine, mm-hmm. so that's what I think they're going to miss. And so I think that short time with him though, these guys have learned. These guys are going to take a part of what what they gain. And from you know Bobby. what? In the veteranship, uh, veteran leadership, you got Bobby Wagner stepping in. Super yeah. Bowl and Super Bowl champion, best line, one of the best linebackers in NFL recent history. This is a guy who brings the pedigree, brings the leadership. They have. They need a good linebacker, sideline to sideline, someone who's not as good in pass coverage as he once was. Who's lost a step, but he's still an upgrade over Ernest Jones and whoever Ex- else. They exactly, have. he's that leader in the middle of their defense that they haven't had which before. Really. They've never had before. Yeah, I agree. I would say since Alec Ogletree left, but this is a different level. This no, Alec Ogletree. I don't think he's even close to what Bobby Wagner yeah. is right now. Um, you guys worried about the secondary at all? Not really. I like Jordan they have Jalen Fuller. Ramsey. Enough said. <laughs> I like Jordan Fuller. I like Taylor Rapp. Um, I like their safeties. I like Terrell Burgess too. I wish they maybe had a, a better corner than Troy Hill, but I think Troy Hill, when he's on the Rams, just plays really good. They these guys just find motherfuckers in the fifth and sixth round consistently, dude. Like they're just really good at drafting in that sweet spot in the draft. It's a big reason why they say hashtag fuck them picks. It's like. Fuck it, yeah, we'll just we'll just like get they, a guy. I feel like they they find a consistent like solid player that can you know play for them in in um if they need him to. You know. uh, a solid player though in the fifth like a solid is, starter. I a guess. solid starter in the fifth and sixth <clears throat> rounds like a home run though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Some of those guys don't even make the the fucking team. We got the we got teams cutting third round picks and stuff like Lynn Bowden and shit. No offense, Jerry. Yeah, but <laughs> all in all, they're. I think they're reloaded. They have enough to win again. And I do think they have enough to repeat. Now, I think a couple of things are going their way. Now that we're on the topic of the division, I do think this division is 
the biggest question marks besides them. As much as you love your 49ers, I do think there's huge question marks about them. We don't know what they're going to be. They can be really good, or I think they can be mediocre. I don't even think it's out of the realm of possibility that they'll be shit. The Arizona Cardinals, I think it's the same thing. I think last year was kind of a little bit of a fluke. We don't know how Kyler Murray is going to react with him not getting a contract and all that bullshit. So we don't know. I think it's the perfect opportunity for them to slide right in and be that three-headed monster along with Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and them. Like, they're going to be there. Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay are going to have a chance to win it again. I I truly believe that. I think we we could say that they're definitely um, a Super Bowl contender again this year. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with you. Um, You But... you know, there there's been in the past. It's shown that there's been a lot of teams that have that Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. Um, with the with the lack of run game, with the shaky O line, I think we can't rule that out. Uh, those are valid points. There's no doubt about that. You know, you guys talk about them like you. So you guys bet that they'll be a contender, right? Yeah. We're betting that. I'd say they're a playoff contender. Yeah. I, I don't. I think it's a little bit too early. To say that they're a Super Bowl contender. Okay. I, I would say in my mind they're a Super Bowl contender right now. So how, how does that make you guys feel moving forward with them? You guys like really like them? You want I to love see? them. They still got Aaron Donald and they still got Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. And they got an elite quarterback. As of right now, on, I hate to say it, they're, they probably are the favorites in this division. I would go with that too. Over under for them, it's 10 and a half. You going over? I'm going over. 11. Over. I am indeed going over. Best case scenario I have for them, I have about 11 wins. And I just feel like... So that's best case scenario. I think that's best case, but not because of their talent. I just think they're going to be a little bit smarter when it comes to health-wise, and I don't think they're going to have that slump in the middle of the season. And maybe at the end they're losing a couple games because they can afford to. It came down to the wire last year for the the division. I don't think they're going to want to have that happen again. I think best case for them is 13. I think Stafford and McVay in year two, just a little more comfortable getting a bit, a little bit better weapons, mm-hmm. adding Bobby Wagner. Still got the good pass rush. I think 13 wins. Stafford might be an MVP candidate this year. Yeah, the main core of this team still exists except for Vaughn. All the guys that the, the main pieces, Cooper mm-hmm. Cup, and they, Stafford. Not only McVay, they replaced Vaughn with Bobby Wagner. Which yeah. is not a bad fucking replacement. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, do, what do you guys think for the worst case? I would say Stafford gets banged up again due to the shaky O line. That's the Achilles heel of this team. They can't run the ball. They're one. They're one dimensional, and one of the stars gets hurt. Uh, injuries always happen in the NFL, but this team isn't one that's full of depth. It's really star heavy. Very. So I got very nine. Much. Worst case. I agree. Nine. Nine. I'm for in agreement. Yeah. Let's move on to the second place winner. Or should I say just second place? Not really winner. Because these guys are big losers. <laughs> I think so. The Arizona Cardinals. Head coach Cliff Kingsbury coming back. Uh, of course, he's making the play calls. So he's basically the offensive coordinator. And defensive coordinator Vance Joseph. Last year, they went 11-6. and six, Second in their division. Lost to the Rams in the wild card. Very ugly. This team ended horrible. Okay? They fell apart at the end of the season. But... Didn't really add much to their team. Will Hernandez, basically. And Marquise Brown, and they traded. Yeah, and, and Marquise Brown. That that right there was a question mark for me. I was like, you got you trade your first-round pick for Marquise Brown. Maybe that's just a reaction to the D-Hop suspension. That's what this screams to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not going to have D-Hop. Six games, I believe. They lost Chandler Jones, and they lost Christian Kirk and replaced him with Marquise Brown. Now, is that an upgrade? Maybe it is, but not by much. Not in my opinion. Let's start off with the Kyler drama. I think Kyler is going to be the reason why this team fails or succeeds. It all starts with him. I don't think it's anyone else. Because when he plays good, he looks like an MVP candidate. Well, early in the season, no doubt. Yeah, it's September Kyler. Give me him. He's probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Looks like the second coming of Michael Vick. But come December and January, my man's just throwing pick sixes in the end zone, looking like Carson Wentz. But, okay, so how much blame of that do you give to Cliff Kingsbury? 
Because I feel like you're you're praising Kyler a whole bunch, but then when he has to do like has to do it all, and things just don't necessarily go his way. Um, I I just look the bottom line is I don't think Cliff Kingsbury does any favors for him. I, I feel, completely disagree. You think? I I I completely disagree. There is some blame on what Cliff. Do you, what do you disagree about? I, I disagree that they're not doing enough for Kyler. I think they're doing more than enough. Are you talking they're about building a, the offense around are him? Are you talking about the personnel standpoint? Or are you talking about the X's and O's of it? X's and O's and personnel. I think his. I think Cliff Kingsbury offense sucks. I don't think it's creative enough. Look, I get what you mean about they built it around Kyler, but the way they call the game, it's like it's all on you, bro. Go for it. Go for it. I don't think Kyler's at that level yet where you can just say, carry us, bro. He's do, too he's too minuscule. He's do a you think, though, he's going to be able to run any other offense? What other offense is going to suit him better? There's a difference between... Greg Roman's offense? There's a difference between <laughs> suiting him well and being the best for the team. The way they play is not the best for the Arizona Cardinals. It's the best for Kyler's stats and for him to look good. But the way they play isn't creative enough. It doesn't put defenses in enough binds. They figure the shit out after four weeks, and that's why they always struggle. I feel like it puts a lot of burden on on Kyler. And the offense is so um the it's solely it's so it's like, Kyler centric. Yeah, it's, it's so Kyler centric that um if, if he doesn't play well, they're gonna lose. How would you guys use Kyler Murray? I, I like some of the stuff they do, I like some of the design runs are cool and nifty, but you can't depend on him because he's going to get banged up and nicked up because, one, he's small. Mm-hmm. Being healthy is a skill. And, two, I would I would try to get more creative in the short passing, which I don't think they necessarily do that well. I'd say this. I'm not going to push that much back on the offense. It's a college offense, okay? Mm-hmm. It's easy to figure out after a couple reps. But I would say this. The tantrum that this guy is throwing – about yeah. how they're not giving them enough, and right. they're not definitely not a good look. way. I think that's complete bullshit. They're even getting his former college teammate at a fucking price that's way too much for the guy in Hollywood Brown. They're like, okay, we'll give you, we'll give you your wide receiver. Who you said last year was the number one receiver, though? Who Marquise Brown? Brown? Yeah, yeah, he was a number one, but he obviously proved that he wasn't. During the season. I w- I, what I think you mean is for the Ravens, that's a number one. For a team with a normal passing offense, you're looking at a guy who so you don't. Be, he yeah. had so a, what look, you're saying is you he had a, Going into last season, uh-huh. Marquise Brown was slotted to be a number one wide receiver. Yeah, I expected a big leap. What I saw on tape this year for Marquise Brown on the Baltimore Ravens, he proved to me he's not a number one. He's mm. not. And he's damn sure not worth well, the first round pick. I think the biggest thing, and you two can tell me if I'm wrong, that playoff game they lost when he's on the sideline and he looks like he don't give a fuck. That was damning to me. That the toughness he displayed in those games and the game uh, the year before, when they had a chance to go to the playoffs in the last week of the year. Remember the the fake Mahomes guy came in. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I don't even know what his name is. He came in, and Kyler didn't want to play through an injury, and. Toughness is something a quarterback has to have. There's no doubt. And yeah. Kyler lacks it unless I'm wrong. I also think Cliff needs to incorporate more like a power run game. Um, but do you think that's in his bag of tools, his repertoire of bags, is to say we can do a power run? When the fuck does he know okay, how to do it? And well, he surround, he doesn't surround himself with like, hey, let's go get Giro. Let's mm-hmm. go get him. I feel like they just need to incorporate that just to keep defenses but, honest. But can he do it? That's my question. Is Cliff Kingsbury coming from that air raid bullshit? If he can't, they need to find someone who can um, manipulate the defense and, and add more of a a, a threat. An NFL-level yeah, run game, Across not the board. Yeah, across the board. Because, I mean, the outside zone is, is great. You just need something to, to complement that. You know yeah. what I mean? So looking on the defensive side... Some of the guys that can be some leaps, some I like to call the Blossies, the Blossomers. Blase, Blase. Zayvon <laughs> Collins, a guy that played fantastic last year. Another guy who got lost in the sauce because of how good Micah Parsons was. Um, I you really liked what you saw to Zayvon Collins? Yeah, I like Zayvon Collins. And I think, can Isaiah Simmons make another leap? I think Isaiah Simmons, I want to see more Zayvon. I'm not sold on anything. I saw him get very few... 
There was very few times I saw him pop last year, man. Maybe that's just me. At the end of the year, he did struggle, but I think in the beginning, I saw some really good things. I don't. I, I definitely would say that they have a very high ceiling, very um, high potential linebacking core. You know, those two linebackers together, they're tall, they're long, they're lengthy, they can cover, you know, they're fast. They can pass rush a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You it, got a guy who's 6'5 and Zavin. That's just a that's a hard thing to throw over in that middle of that defense. I agree, yeah. I, you know, truthfully, the loss of Chandler Jones is just, I think it's going to be a hard thing to overcome. They got Dennis Gardeck. They got Zach Allen, Rashad Lawrence, Lawrence Cameron Thomas, J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt's on the downslope. Everybody, yeah, he's unfortunately like one of the best players on their defense. Yeah, and, and that's not that's saying not much. saying much. Yeah, exactly. I think the I think the front four for this team is going to be the Achilles home of the defense. Well, hopefully, a guy that I'm pretty high on and I really like. Um, they drafted Cameron Thomas, guy from San Diego State, mm-hmm. uh, defensive end. He's a guy that can potentially take over that JJ Watt role. And really, well, I think he needs to take over Chandler Jones' role. Yeah. He got to need both these but guys. guessing from J.J. Watt's history, I know he didn't get hurt last year. He did. Oh, he did get hurt. Remember he fucked up his shoulder for the whole year. Yeah. Sorry yeah. for fucking But he looks like he's in credit. great shape. Right. Great <laughs> So shape. He, he most likely will get hurt this year again, and Cam Thomas is going to be having some playing time. Now, Cameron Thomas is not the healthiest guy either, but we shall see. Just a guy to keep an eye on for um, some productivity. I said that right. You did. Um, offensive line, like, don't like. How are we feeling? Uh, like um, media, it's mediocre. Yeah, at best. Rodney's good. DJ Humphreys DJ is good. Humphreys Everyone is else you could replace. Josh Jones has been a bust out of the first round draft pick. Yeah. How many games does Cliff Kingsbury have to win, or what do they have to do for him to stay? You think there's any chance he gets fired in the middle of the season? Yes, if it. Joe South. I don't. I. I. I don't see that. I can't envision that. Do you think Cliff and Kyler are a package deal? I think no. so. I think so. I think from day one it's been like that. I think Cliff Kingsbury wanted his guy. He got Kyler. Murray. I think Cliff Kingsbury thinks it is, but I don't think that's the reality of the situation. I think it's more with the organization, man, that Kyler is mad at more than Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I don't think Kyler's mad at Cliff at all. I think he's mad at like the organization because yeah. they're not giving in to him finally. Um, and they know that they're... I think Cliff team. could be gone in the middle of the season, to be honest. I think Cliff has to make the playoffs, be competent in the playoffs, because we knew it was a playoff game like that. I think they need to win a playoff game for him to stay. They can't just squeak in and get blown out again. I think all they need is that, that nine or ten game threshold. And he'll be he'll stay again. That's a that's a good thought before we get into what we're gonna have to get into. I w- I would just say this. Let's say they they do what they do right. Good yeah. September, they crash in December. They get to the playoffs still, and they get fucking thrashed like they did in the fire playoffs. Him. You gotta fire them. You gotta fire them. That's can't. what I'm saying. They need. A I would, game. but I don't think they will. Good point. <sighs> we'll see though. Over under for them nine and a half. We'll be doing under under. Under, I think, I think the the best case scenario for them is about ten games. Worst case scenario, I would say probably eight. That's a thin line to walk. Juan, what do you think? I'm gonna go over. I wow, think, yeah, you were pretty, you were pretty team. hard on. Yeah, them. I was hard, but I do think they're gonna be able to do somewhat good at some part of the season. They just need to figure out the right time to do it. What's your best case? 11 wins. I would say 11, and, and I think that means when DeAndre comes back, he's on fire. He's carrying it. Rondale Moore and Marquise Brown are explosive. Got pieces. I want to see Kyler's leadership. That's a big thing to watch for. Does Kyler kick this team in the ass when they're down? Worst case, Kyler struggles, and when it, the going gets tough, Kyler pulls a James Harden and just vanishes. Yeah. Uh, worst case scenario for me? I'd say six wins. I got four. That's the spot. Wow, that's wow. really – I said five. I, that's I feel a, like four. That, that's like – you know, I know top five pick in the draft. I think it can it can go fucking either way, man. I don't think there's no middle. Wow, I mean five's Honestly. not that big. It, uh, five or six in my book. But so I think, let's say they let's okay let's say there is a multiverse and it, there's a world where uh, they they win four games. Yeah, 
what player do they pick <laughs> in the draft? Do they draft a quarterback? Why I not? would punt on Kyler. Yeah. Why not? If Kyler demonstrates the characteristics he's demonstrated, sell him high and just let's hit this rebuild wow. hard. I thought they should have sold him high this year. That's just my opinion. Wow. That's so, a crazy. So, so like, okay, so what compensation could you see them getting Less oh. after the season? Yeah. And they won four games? Yeah. I would say you get at least a second-round pick for him. I, right now. I think he's a first-round quarterback. Right now. I think if he looks okay and they win four games somehow, he's like a couple first, two to three first. Oh, I don't think so. Two to three? Yeah, I think I for him to play one. good, they're going to win more than four. fucking team. It'll talk themselves into that munchkin. <laughs> Some the Eagles will be like, "Oh my god!" Hold on, let let me just Jalen Hurts, but just, faster. Let me just say this: I believe you can win a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray. Okay, not a hot take. So why why are you criticizing him so heavily right now? Because I don't like him. I don't think you can. I win think a Super right Bowl now you can say that, but. We need to see a little bit more. He's still a young player. I don't, at the I don't think you can. I, okay, you mean, you've been shown, critical too. He's shown like three, like three years of great play. He's shown two years straight and a of little when, bit of in the biggest moment. That's yeah. the key shrinking thing. even smaller than he physically is. You have to be, <laughs> you have to be consistent in this league, though. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And he's just not consistent, man. But okay, do you think we could? If let, Matt, if Matthew Stafford can be traded. He was always Before. good, though. Uh, there were games where he wasn't. D- for the mo- said if, okay, so what's what's your main point? Matthew Stafford can be traded for that. Kyler should. Yeah, Matthew because. Stafford was one first round. pick. This is my thing. The market is not going to be as big like it was for Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford can fit on all thirty-two teams. My thing with Kyler Murray, like yeah. I said, what offense are you going to put him in? You think New England's going to want to pick him up? No, Probably there's no fucking not. way. Probably Some teams not. are automatically going to have him crossed off because like my boy Max likes to fucking say he's a munchkin. There's going to be teams that are going to be like, he's under six foot, cross out. I've seen enough. Giant, That's how I don't some think the think. Giants would trade for him either. The- there's only a certain amount of teams in that market, and that's why I would say he will go for less from the Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, that was not the case. And let's be real. Matthew Stafford was one first-round pick. One first-round pick was, here's Jerry Goff. Take his contract away from us, please. Yeah. Can we skip the next team we're going to talk about? <laughs> no, let's, no. It's it's the best team that we're going to talk about. <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to the San Francisco 49ers. Yes, sir. All right. Bring Trey Area. <laughs> bringing back Kyle Shanahan. Um, he's also going to be calling plays, bringing back D'Amico Ryans, who had an amazing defensive coordinator year last year. I agree. Um, 10 yeah. and seven, third in the division, lost to the Rams in the NFC championship, the future uh, Super Bowl champs to move on. Oof. Um, some of the key additions, Traverius Ward from the Chiefs. Good pickup. Drake Jackson, USC, draftee. And uh, Kerry Hyder, someone for replacement, in- Drake Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where do we start? I think it's only right you you give us the storyline you look at to define and this you team. Better say the obvious one. Okay, the the first and foremost, Trey Lance. <laughs> Thank you. So, Trey Lance, what is he going to be this season? I think he's going to be a punk ass. No. <laughs> okay, what's a realistic? Goal, a realistic goal. I don't know if we could actually say, "Oh, we, we're, he uh, realistic goal is wins." I don't know if we <laughs> could like. I don't know if we could say a really realistic goal is personal success, like as far as like touchdown interception ratio, or rushing yards, or passing yards. What is it then? What What in your head is it? Because I mean, if if it's not wins, if it's not him growing as a player, he needs to. What he needs to show is he can handle the NFL passing the ball. He can handle running the ball. He can handle NFL hits. He can stay healthy and lead this team to double-digit wins. That's a high goal. I would I would like to point out with that high goal, there is a dark cloud that hangs over the franchise mm-hmm. whose name is Jimmy Garoppolo. A guy who has, I agree. although I can't stand him and I think he sucks, has led this team to an NFC championship game, has been the quarterback 
while they went to a Super Bowl appearance, who, for lack of a better word, just always he's like a cockroach. He just seems Saved to survive. The franchise. He's he's yeah, just he, he's just you know, a I, guy who wins people over. The team loves him. You were you've been on this thing where they're, they're going to trade him any day now. That was three months ago. Yeah, they've I, squandered that situation with his trade value. He said, "Fuck you" to the team. I'm going to get this shoulder surgery on my own time. Screw you guys over from trading me. If he comes back, I feel like that's just I'd rather I'd rather them cut him than him come back. That's just a dark cloud. It would have been Cam Newton if Mac Jones was there. I think it's more it's more of a loss to your team of him staying there than having a loss of not getting compensation back. That's my opinion. Obviously, the Niners don't think that. Right. And I I wonder why. You know, it's it's something that I kind of go back and forth with. Um, I don't think he's going to be in the building. I don't think he's going to be a negative problem. He's not like a Baker Mayfield guy who's a negative influence on the team, who's refusing to be there, who's refusing to play, who's sour about any type of situation he knew exactly what was going on last year he knew exactly um what the deal was this year i don't think he's trying to like necessarily the problem's not jimmy g right i i I think he's not necessarily trying to fuck over the team i think he's just going to um do what's ever best for jimmy g but the problem is i understand what you're saying the problem is where is this going and and what is the, what is the, the the general manager of the 49ers doing um right now i would say this where it does hurt is the team and i'll tell you why it hurts the team from just looking at it from a player's perspective uh-huh. you look at a guy like trent williams okay all sure. he's ever known is jimmy garoppolo sure you can easily have a guy like him and be like you know what this guy has led me, like Max said, to numerous wins, playoff wise, yeah. whatever. Let's just do this, Joe. You're Trey Lance. You're Trent Williams. I'm, I'm freaking George Kittle. Yeah, and why, George why, Kittle likes Trey why, Lance. Why the, yeah. Hey, Trent. Why, why the fuck do we get rid of this guy who's just been leading us to wins all the time? Why are we state? Why are they treating this guy so badly? I don't know. What's going to happen when you lose a step, Trent? What yep. about me? Yep. What's going to happen? Why? What the fuck are we dealing with this shit? Let's go. <laughs> let's go tell the coaches we want Jimmy back. Yeah, split the locker room. Right, and there. automatically, I, I definitely agree. It's negative. On but Trey I don't. Lance. I don't think he's going to be in the locker room. No, I'm not saying that's Jimmy G. I, I'm just saying Trent Williams. If there's a bad few games, right? George Kittle's like, what the f are we doing? We just almost went to the Super Bowl. If we got there, we were gonna win. Not to mention the fans. Right. So a lot of pressure is on the. It's on John Lynch. A lot of pressure is is on Trey Lance to be that leader and take control of that locker room and give the the players a reason um, to to want to play for um, for Trey. The only thing I don't give a shit. He'd have to be the worst leader in the NFL history for him to. He has to go out there and play good. It don't matter if he's an okay leader. And he plays really good, they'll follow him. If he's the best leader in the world and he sucks, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're like, yeah. we've had success. I'm not getting any younger. I'm on the wrong side of 30. What are we doing? You know, the the people that are gonna benefit from the Trey Lance era are Debo and IU because they're going to show aspects of their game that they've never been able to show before. They're going to show their speed, their deep threats. Wouldn't they lose aspects of their game too, like the quick pass? I think uh, Trey can do that as well. I haven't seen Trey in his career been able to throw a ball with certain amounts of touch. I've always seen that 100-mile-per-hour fastball. And I know he played that one game against Houston where he did okay, but even though the first half was fucking disgusting. I just want to see more Trey Lance, and uh, the longer Jimmy G's there, the worse it's going to get. So what? So what happens? How do we? Okay, so cut him, I'm, trade him. So your general manager of the 49ers, John Lynch. As soon as I John can Lynch, make. what can we do to resolve the Jimmy G? Cut, him. cut Jimmy G and take your losses. Okay, so if you're able to get any form of compensation for him, okay, how about this? There is also something 
that can be done. We can we can keep him on IR with the fake injury for the rest of the year and get a third round pick compensation. You get fined. You can't just put someone on fake injury, Joey. His shoulder you will get fined. His shoulder. Okay. As okay. long as he if is he's, on the roster of the team, it will be a locker room problem. They fucked up by keeping him on the roster July 1st. They had a decision to make right there. You keep this guy over July 1st, you're going to have to pay him $21 million. Mm-hmm. What happened? They did not find a trade partner, and they had to pay him that money. Okay. What so if- now they're yeah. saying, fuck, we're paying all this money. We might as well keep him. But... Is it worth the loss of your team? That's whole, my that's my whole. Thing. I, I'm I'm with you, dude. It's just a locker room fraction waiting to happen. It's a identity crisis to happen. Yeah. Just cut the guy. And I've heard people talk about like Peter King's talked about the Niners want to win every trade. They're the they think they're the smartest people in the room. Yeah, they might be overthinking this one. Could be. Get Could rid be. of them. And but what if they're what if they're able to to trade him to? The Seahawks was what it if, worth it for a six? Or all as the potential? What's no. the potential split of the team worth to you? Draft compensation, probably a second round pick. If, high, high compensation. So if that's not happening, yeah, get rid of them. That's my that's my thing. Um, you know, with that being said, I think we've I think we've covered the Jimmy G yeah. aspect, and we've covered yeah. Debo. Uh, the defense, I think it's a Super Bowl defense waiting to happen. I mean, yeah. it is Super Bowl defense. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think there's barely any holes. Emmanuel um, Mosley coming back. Got a better corner. Traverius Ward is a pretty good corner. And also. Besides when he's guarding Hunter Renfro. <laughs> and also Jason Verrett <laughs> coming back. Fucking if stop having back. faith in that guy's knee. That guy, when healthy, is a fucking has he, has he been good healthy? player. But he hasn't been healthy. You only torn his ACL like eight times. I there. think another guy to look at on the defense. Um, to stay healthy is Javon Kinlaw. Yeah. This is a guy that Another, got... Another... That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. He, he got traded essentially for DeForest Buckner. Now I know it was more than just the player. It was a money thing. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, money. But money. at the end of the day, you guys got the... What was it? Uh, number 10 pick? What was it? 11. The 11th pick. It looks good on paper, 13. but this is one of those situations. I think it was like the 14th pick. Yes, yeah. Something like that. It was very high. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, we got DeForest Buckner... We got rid of the forest and we got a first round pick. And this is where it happens where it's like, okay, you got to actually pick a player now. And it winds up being a guy like Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, 14th pick, that guy. Yeah. Mm. And it has not turned out well. He needs to be something. Do you think he'll have a fight with a reporter at camp again? I hope not. <laughs> that was a, that's tough, hilarious. Tough look for my guy. Yeah. 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 But that, that was a bad look. We freaking loved him coming out. Yeah. I really liked him, man. And yeah. it's. It's been underwhelming, man. But they're they're an all-star. When healthy, when healthy though, I've I, I've seen a lot of promise from him, even though the sack numbers don't show it. One, if I he's was a, healthy he's right now, very, I'd be in the NFL, dog. Hey man, let me he's, tell you, long snapping the shit out the ball. He's he's a very high impact player when healthy, even though the sack numbers don't show. I it. disagree, but that's besides the point. Okay. I will give you guys this. I think you guys have the best linebacking core in the NFL. Yes, by by. A long shot. Yes, like, it's not even close. Um, Greenlaw, Fred Warner, and Alshier. 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 Yeah. Something like that. But um, fucking elite. And then we, we have new players starting for us. Yeah. Um, our nickel, I think we might have Sam Womack. Um, big big things to come. You know, we'll see. We'll see. I would say this, Joey. Don't We're talking about your the defense. Load. We're talking about Debo. You got an all-pro tight end. You got an all-pro, maybe the best left tackle in the league. My question comes full circle to you. Why don't you think Trey Lance's goal should not be wins when your window is open now? And you should know from a former a 49ers fan's perspective, you even said it when you guys had the Patrick Willis team with the hardball days. Your window was fucking huge, right? You thought it was yeah. going to stay open forever. Yeah. How fast did that door... Shut in one season. <laughs> now, my were yeah. there two people or, or like in three, your life? I would say two or three. My seasons, comeback yeah. will say I think that's complete bullshit to say that Trey Lance is goal is not to win. You games. don't invest that much. Shit I in think the guy. he has so much pressure on him, and I do think the kid can handle it. 
I do think he has a certain type of moxie. I don't think it's going to bother him. But the fact that if fans or, God forbid, the team tries to treat him like a baby and Mm -hmm. fucking try to... um, Spoon breastfeed them or spoon feed them, whatever. It's gonna be a recipe for disaster. The kid needs to win. Can now. I, can I, I add agree. something to that pressure? I agree. Do you think the success of last season made it a hundred times worse? Yes. Okay. Because there's a certain type of bar that it's been. If, if it had been playoffs and bust right away, okay, that's fine. Because the window is now. now it's right. like, oh, we actually can't win a Super Bowl. The window is now. This is yeah. a Super Bowl I roster. I wouldn't say that they're fully geared up to win a Super Bowl this year. Dude, what's a hole? But what's a hole? What? What's well, they they haven't. Okay, why didn't they go after Tyron Matthew? Good point. They could have. They probably could have got a guy like Chandler Jones. You know. Yeah. Well, but you know why? Why didn't they? You go know why? All out? You know why? They have to pay. Debo? Can I tell you? Can they I tell you why? <laughs> what? There's a guy named Jimmy G that they pay twenty one million dollars. And they went after Travarius Ward, who's just a, he's a big money corner. They. Yeah, that's that's true. They actually decided to keep twenty one million dollars of Jimmy G <laughs> of their cap. That's a pretty sum for bitch. Jimmy G. Yeah, instead of using it to help the team win, like now. a Chandler Jones I, or like a I want to pat myself on the back if that's okay. After you guys they, lost the Super Bowl, I said, "Why don't y'all just get rid of Jimmy G and keep the rest of the fucking team, dude?" Oh, you're tripping, dog. You're tripping. <laughs> and then the next year, y'all basically. Got Trey Lance, so you can keep the rest of the team, right? Trey Lance is going to afford you the ability to keep Debo, pay him big money, keep whoever you want for because we got Trey Lance for four more years cheap, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they just they basically said, you know, fuck that rookie contract. Let's keep Jimmy G. Yeah. Let's make it so we don't even. What's what also is is that not just a side benefit of having a rookie quarterback? How cheap they are, yeah. and they were like, no, nah, we don't want that. How is a third round pick worth? Losing cap flexibility of twenty million dollars, which is two good players in today's NFL. Yeah, yeah, I hundred percent. Now I let's agree. go into some of our predictions because this is where we keep the receipts. All right, <laughs> over under for this team, it is at nine and a half wins. Joey, you're gonna go last. Max, oh, over wow. under, under. Really? Why nine? Damn. I'm explain. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going over. Be generous. I'm gonna go That's over. right. <laughs> Joey? Definitely over. Uh, I'm going over because of one reason. It's not because of Trey Lance. It's because of Kyle Shanahan. I'm going under for one reason. It's Trey Lance. I don't trust him. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just I'm dead ass. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I th- but give your best cases, guys. 17 and 0. 14 wins. <laughs> best case scenario. What the fuck? That's like one win extra. I bro. know, but I'm just shocked that he went that high. He also hasn't been like just blowing up. Like he True. have not been like exploding with like just like Joey energy about how good this team is. He's been kind of down. Why, Max? Why for you? I, I went twelve. No, yeah, twelve or eleven. I think that's just because Trey Lance hits out the park and yeah. that run game's so nasty. And Debo's like, I'll come back. Now we're gonna get into worse, and I wanted I want to go first. My <sighs> worst case scenario is six wins. And I do think the spectrum is that far from, like, it can be bad, it can be good. I had six to seven. Yeah. yeah and I can totally see it. I think it, I it's only right. I would say nine. I wouldn't. I think there's there's only a world where if you think Trey Lance is going to be that good, you have to look on the other side and be like, well, he can be that bad. I would say this is this is what I would say. Trey Lance struggles mightily. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G comes back. To save the freaking day, that's <laughs> oh the worst God. possible thing. I think that if they're, I think their worst case is six or seven, and if like say they start off four and six, and then like all right, this kid's fucking he he hurt his elbow. Jimmy G comes back. They do a little better. They get to eight and nine. Um, yeah, I think that's what that's the worst possible case. I think if that happens, Trailance is done. So, yeah, shot. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gonna be interesting. We got the receipts now, Joey. All right, because I don't think you made any. Hold me to it. Last season. We hold you to shit all the time, and you re- you refuse to be held to it. <laughs> we got the motherfucking receipts now. Die. <laughs> all right, Seattle Seahawks. Next up, man. Uh, I don't even want to talk about this team. That's fucked why? up. They're cool. It's a, it's a waste Hawks. of a fucking thing. <laughs> oh, disrespect the all fucking right, team. Right, they want more right. Super Bowls than you guys. Y'all. Look, you're just fucking happy that Russ is gone because he's the 49er killer. All right? I hate that guy. <laughs> all right, but I respect him. He's he's That's a good. fucking good player. You should. 
Uh, Seattle, Go Hawks. Seattle Seahawks. Uh, bringing back good old, old ass fucking Pete Carroll. Um, OC Shane Waldron and DC Clint Hurt. 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 <laughs> Last year, 7-10. and 10, Last in the division. Missed the playoffs. Did it feel like they went like three and fifteen, fourteen yeah. last year? They played Geno Smith at one point. It was I terrible. cannot believe they won seven games last year. <laughs> it was shocking. Yeah, that um, is shocking. Key additions: drafted a guy in Charles Cross, who we all like. Yeah, um, good, no, good Noah Fant via trade of the Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, Nuo, Nuosu, your boy from the Chargers, Uchenna, uh, mm-hmm. and. And Wansu. And Wansu, yeah. There I, can't, I can't say it on podcast. Who like, fucking killed it on the last game of the season for the Chargers oh, against yeah. the Raiders. Oh, yeah. I like him. Uh, my boy Shelby Harris. Raider freaking great. Raider great, man. Shelby Harris from the Denver Broncos, of course, for the Russell Wilson trade. Um, some of the key additions that we highlighted. So, this is life after Russ. Yes. Okay? No more Russell Wilson. And in my estimation, they're going to be shit. I'm just going to flat out say it. I thought Russell Wilson was the absolute glue. He's, he was the only reason they won games. Exactly. He was holding all that shit together. Well, you guys aren't buying that George, uh, Jamal Adams might learn to cover again. <laughs> Let's make Jamal great again. Make Jamal great again? <laughs> uh, he's got my vote, guys. I you know, oh, I, I 100% agree with you. Like My big question is, is this Pete's last year? You Pete, you Pete, you Pete Carey, you want to go through this shit again? I feel like he—he's he, ready for it. I think he's—he's—he's he's, he's on board. He's for the an rebuild. old man. Hey man, he's a young though. He's but he has a few like sneaky good players. You know what I mean? Like whom? Okay, so he DK Mac, Metcalf. Those guys aren't sneaky. Really Those guys good. are good. <laughs> and then Lockett, re- really good. Those guys no, aren't no sneaky. Offense, sneaky. No offense, sneaky good. Jamal Adams, sneaky. <laughs> sneaky. I would say this: Rashad Penny, sneaky good. Uh, Chris Carson, sneaky good. Yeah, Shelby yeah. Harris, sneaky your boy Nwansu, Charles uh, Cross, really good. Jordan Brooks, like we're kind of just fucking. Yeah, but, we're off the fucking rails with the Seahawks. They suck. They do suck though. Yeah, and they will suck because yeah. they don't have a quarterback. They don't have Russell Wilson. Is there a, is there a scenario where there may be one in six, and they start making calls about you guys want DK? Hey, Raiders, y'all need that deep threat? Hey, I don't Ni- think so. Hey, Niners, y'all want Lockett? Why not? I don't think so. I think they keep him. Why? This isn't a one-year re- rebuild in my head. They have a lot of bad money spent on their team. But he's young. I get that, but like... That's when and you I don't, sell him. I don't think, I don't think they'll you let wanna, him walk. You want to rebuild with a $20 million receiver. The person no I would have traded was Lockett before I... Um, why not just I think reset we made the, the shit? I think we had this discussion before yeah. where, I, where I said, instead of paying Lockett, trade him. Yeah. yeah. What, but why not just get rid of both and let's just do it? Let's just hard reset. I mean, if you're going to go in for a penny, let's go in for a dollar. Fuck it. Like, let's get rid of – let's sell Jamal. And I would say this, man. They've been – you know, usually they pick at the end of the draft and they always trade out. Yeah. I felt like this year they didn't Seahawks it. The Charles Cross pick was like – Okay. I think that was like a fuck you, Russ pick. Here's, here's that old line. <laughs> yeah. Take it, bucko. But oh, my They God. picked the right guy. I oh, yeah. I feel I like, like they didn't see Ox to pick. Dude, I thought they were going to fuck it up. I mean, yeah. guys, I'm looking at this team. They have no pass rushers outside of Shelby and, and Wansu. Puna's okay. Jordan Brooks, I like him, but they have no corners that scare you. They have one safety who's so. So polarizing, right? Like, this is a guy who... Andre Diggs is not bad. No, who, Diggs is a good player. We yeah. talk about Jamal Adams more as an edge rusher than a safety. Yeah. And especially <laughs> in my case. Look, I think the the best thing for this is you sell the guys who are really good right now, like DK Metcalf and um, Tyler Lockett. And if you could find someone to take Jamal, you do it. You hard reset this. Man, they gave up two first-round picks for Jamal. They were They thought they were in that window. I, I, if That's you think, how close the window closes, man. Yeah. I think if if you think you're in that window, I think you do it. But they just miscalculated where they were as a team. Yeah, most definitely. And who that guy was? Way as a to squander Russell Wilson, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like I feel like you know he won a Super Bowl. He won one Super Bowl. Should have won two though. He should have won two to three. Well, let's he be real. Should have won two though. Yeah. He was a pick away. Come on, he one yeah, yard away, one bad play call away. Yeah, I know. I th- I don't think we can overstate how devastating that moment was to that franchise. And Fuck you, Seahawks. 
<laughs> and I don't know if you guys remember the next year. Oh, after, I remember what. You don't even know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Shut your out. eyes up. <laughs> I remember everything bad with the Seahawks. I don't know if you guys remember the it's first beautiful. game of the year after they threw that pick. There was a fourth and one in overtime against the Rams. They ran the ball. Marshawn Lynch got blown up. And it was like, oh, we have to relive that moment over and over and over. And that that derailed that like set of it's, Seahawks. And it, then they then it was mismanagement of assets. It was, we're never going to fix this whole line. Fuck it. We're going to try to get too cute with the defense. Defense aged horribly. Uh, remember this, Jimmy Graham and Percy Unger. Harvin? Yeah, just bad. Oh, well, those my. worked out. Uh, Jimmy Percy did. Harvin. J- yeah. I mean, yeah, but, he worked out, but I mean, did they really need him to win that Super Bowl? No, but he, <laughs> he was big in the playoffs for them. I would say like that one game. No, against the Saints in the Super Bowl. He got, didn't he get knocked out by his own teammate or something? Yeah, in the Saints game. He yeah. got knocked, but he came back in the Super Bowl. But look, the point I want to make. You brought up um, like the defense wasn't the same. I think I alluded to it in the Saints um, preview when we're breaking down the Saints. There's these situations where a head coach doesn't have a grasp on both sides of the ball, and he's leaned so much on one aspect, Mm -hmm. like Pete Carroll with the defense, and it becomes, okay, defense is a separate team than the offense. We're not whole. And that's what it was. It was Russell Wilson in the offense, and then it was the fucking Seahawks Legion of Boom. It was two separate teams. Yeah. There was a divide in the locker room. And that's where it started, that fucking Super Bowl. I believe it. Yeah, Look, I believe it. Let's let's not – the Russell Wilson led this team to heights they've never seen before, right? Yeah. Pr- uh, contender every year. It's playoffs. They were not a laughing stock. Any 49er little, killer. 49er killer. Shut be- up. Best part about it. Shit the fuck it's out. time, you know. Every all good things must end. Yeah, they're good. Things what a end. fall from grace. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this fucking team. What do you guys? I want to know what you guys think, though. Is there anything else we should hit on before we hit the over unders? What do you guys want to do? Not, not really too much to say about this fucking team. Jesus, <laughs> over under five and a half. Under, we'll be going under under. But it, I would say this: it wouldn't shock me if they hit six wins. I went under, of course, but my best case scenario was eight wins. Wow, I, I would say seven to eight wins is good, and that's just like I would say Geno solid, rock solid, or G or Drew Lock. No, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Pete Carroll is too good to like to have only like three or four wins. We're gonna see. This is life after Russ. Yeah, he only had really one good year with the Seahawks before Russ. Yeah, that was it. The Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch run. That's it. One playoff win to show for it, yeah. but. Worst case scenario, or did you you picked under, right? Yeah, I did. So I'm, I want to get into best case, uh, worst case scenario, and I want to add one more thing to the Seahawks. Okay. Worst case? Three wins. Pete Carroll's done with this shit. The team doesn't blow it up, and they start extending guys who really aren't going to impact the future of the team. DK. Yeah. Worst case, Joey. Four wins. I got two wins. Wow. And I want to ask you guys this. Okay. Finish it off. How much would you put a lot of money on the Seahawks being the worst team in the NFL? Worst record? No. No. I think Pete Carroll's too good a coach. Yeah, I agree. Damn. What's the percentage? For them being the worst team? Yeah. 10%. Wow. 15? Like 3%. I will give them 30%. I just think their roster is really bad. I think. And deep down inside, I kind of want to say Pete Carroll's a fraud. You like Pete? Whoa! I I like Pete and Russ. I just think Damn. I think I think highly of what Russ has been doing. I do too. I think he like. I think the Raiders have for the last like the five years. <laughs> for the last five years, he's consistently been a top five quarterback. I, that's what I'm saying. He's, yeah, he just carries sometimes them. one, sometimes two. Like that I'm just good. gonna be real. The Seahawks weren't shit before Russ. No one talked about. Yeah. It. No one cared about them. So we're gonna see this year. How good of a head coach he really is. Uh, but with all respect to Tarverius Jackson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and rank these motherfuckers. One, kick it off, bro. First up, L.A. Rams. Second, Arizona Cardinals. What? what Again? Third, 49ers. Wow. Last Seahawks. I have a flip-flop. Rams, 49ers, Cards, Seattle. I can only assume Joey has some team different. Who you got? Unbiased. This is an unbiased podcast, sir. I don't want to say it. 
Oh, man. Rams. There you go. 49ers. <laughs> Cardinals. Seahawks. Let's see that. Let's see that, Jackie. Let's see that. But um, who's your third team? Huh? Cardinals? Yeah, Cardinals. Okay. And then, So you had the same as me. Yeah. Okay. I'm, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> but right. Trey Lance is... Uh, is going to be better. So than you're gonna pick him as your MVP? You gonna be that guy? N- no, that guy, no, he's no. I'm I'm not gonna say that. Oh, I'm, ye of MVP faith. Debo Samuel. Ooh. That's kind of crazy to think he'll play for you guys this year, no? I think it's kind of crazy to think <laughs> that. What would you do personally for Debo Samuel to get him to play for you guys? Personally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you put it that way, yeah. um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Max, who's your MVP? Uh, Matthew Stafford. I think he's going to win the NFL MVP if they have a really good year. What? Yeah. I'm going to go off the walls here, but it's really for a player that's only deserving of it. MVP for me, Aaron Donald. Got well, the you got to contra- pick these guys for what they're going to do, not for what they've done. No, what what he's going to do. I think he uh, got it. He's, he's can, like can I say He's got point? one foot out the door. He's can like I about to retire. Point? No. Anyways, Aaron Donald just got a taste of the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, one foot. And I think he read up with the. He's about to retire. No, he read up with the Rams with that big ass contract. I think he's gonna prove of every penny he's worth, and he's gonna have an incredible year again, like he's always have his whole career. Correct. Okay. What about your defense player of the year, Juan? You said it last. So go first. I went Nick Bosa. I'm gonna that go. just like goes against everything you were saying. He keeps about. doing it. Just accept okay, and move okay. on. Okay. Uh, I like Isaiah. Will, I like Isaiah Simmons right here. Okay, uh, you're crazy. That's just what I think. Who are you it's, going? It's Aaron Donald. Unfortunately, I'd love to say Nick Bosa and agree with you, but it's Aaron Donald. He's uh, he's just the best. I love when your Rams player in the NFL. <laughs> Why so can't he be MVP? Like, if he's the best he's player not, in the end, I would because the 49ers rely on Debo Samuel so heavily. Okay, don't think their defense relies on Aaron Donald. Not, I as get much. you. No, not I that's a good point. Not a good point. Just trying to mess with you. Okay, what about I'm you? Just saying, you yeah, said Aaron, he's Aaron Donald. He's a monster. He's the best. Yeah. What about your defensive rookie of the year? We got Joey. <sighs> okay, so better not be a fucking niner. niner. It's it's an it's a niner. I got to go with Samuel Womack. Who? Samuel Womack. <laughs> Samuel Womack. This guy is going to start at nickel for us. He's got long arms. He's going he's to hope so. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if, he, if, he, uh, if he's that guy. But uh, I have faith in him. I think he's going to be that nickel for us. I think that he's going to be playing with a, uh, a great front, set, front, front seven. Um that he's going to be able to take advantage of of this and uh, hopefully cause some turnovers. Max, who are you going? Boy, Mafe. Thank God, a player that I actually know a little bit about. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. You know uh, Joey likes to get in those weeds. I have a feeling I know who yours is. Cam Thomas. You loved him in the draft. Yeah, I got to go Cam Thomas. It was hard to pick uh, guys for this one because not a lot of these guys have first-round picks, and they pick defense. They, a lot of F them picks. Yeah. Um, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going to start it off. Kenny Walker on a bad team. Uh, Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. Maybe Penny Andrew gets hurt. Yeah. And Carson winds up just throwing in the towel because they suck so much. Um, Kenny Walker, I love him. He's uh, my number one back in the draft. Um, what? I'm, yeah, number one number one running back. Well, are you, you're surprised. like You didn't watch our... Previews for the prospects. Yeah, I watch the previews, dog. Come right. on, dog. Don't watch embarrass us. I want Charles Cross. The guy's going to be able over to Brees the Hall. Huh? What over Brees Hall? No over shit. Hall. Number one. Crazy. Kenny Walker. Crazy. Watch the film. Who's your number one? I mean, who's your uh, offense rookie of the year? Niner. I'm I sure. went with a Niner by the oh, name of Danny no. Gray. Shocking. He's going to be that deep threat that Trey Lance <laughs> needs to stretch the field. He's going to be our number three receiver. Who? Danny Gray. <laughs> you should watch him. We He's did. Fast. He's fast. Who? No. He's nice. And you picked Charles Cross, right? Charles Cross. Yeah. That's probably the safest pick. Man. I like to be safe yeah. sometimes. 
Alrighty, that's gonna do it, yeah. guys. NFC wrapped up. I appreciate you, Joey, coming on. That's the show, right, man. Go Niners. Yeah. All right, good man. job, son. Good, good show, fellas. As I hit the mic, sorry. Um, go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you guys made it this far, and you might as well hit the like button. It's a free way to support the channel. It helps out a fucking grip. Uh, gets us on the YouTube page uh, for recommendations. Our YouTube homepage, possibly. Um, comment down below what you guys think. Niners gonna suck. Niners gonna be good. They're gonna what? be good. <laughs> comment down below don't believe fake news motherfucker i will <laughs> anyway uh spotify listeners and apple Podcasts, go ahead and hit that follow slash subscribe button five star rate us all that good stuff and if you guys want to watch any of the other previews that we have for any other division and this is not where your team is we probably have it it's in this video or that video all right so we'll see you guys next time we are out peace peace